centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. And welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we're bringing in another one of our amazing practitioners, and her name is Kiara. She's been with us for about a year and has a, a very beautiful story of finding a deeper spiritual connection. And I think that that's a topic that a lot of people, you know, want to know about: is how how do you go from you know being you know let's let's call it a random civilian or uh, you know into really kind of diving in deep into what might be perceived as like. Hogwarts, you know, and learning and diving into this esoteric metaphysical realm. And so, Kiara, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to tell them a little bit more about you just as a person, as an individual? Yeah. And, you know, like a little introduction? Yeah. Sure, of course. Um, hello, podcast listeners. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Kiara. I am an actor, uh, producer, host living in LA, and I've also had a, as all of us probably have had a long journey of life in um, wanting spiritual connection and maybe just even more awareness, maybe more clarity. So I've been on that path for a long time and about a year and a half ago, a little more, I found the Akashic Records as something that really resonated with me and aligned with me. So then I began to explore that further and now currently I'm a Akashic Record practitioner here. I do healings within the Akashic Records, uh, past life reconciliation, and um, healing ancestral patterns, as well as regular, not regular, but readings within the Akashic Records. So that's kind of my twofold, uh, two faces of an artist and a healer. Yeah, and it's 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 amazing because I mean I think that a lot of people, um, you know, they have this perception of you know regular society and then the spiritual society right Definitely. and you know you're a really good example of somebody that lives within both worlds and balances them and that there doesn't have to be a disconnect you can have you know uh this dynamic of really being high functional in you know things that maybe um can tap into spirituality at times but are very much you know business or this or that and yet you can weave in and still embrace the spiritual side and even have you know two two kind of professions out of it too yeah that's been the most kind of uh you know lucky and um, important thing that i've come to realize is the blending of the two and i myself really kind of marginalized um spirituality kind of kept them separate for many years and didn't take didn't take a step into like realms of um, you know, I never, I never went and saw psychics or palm readers or uh, card readers or anything. I just kind of was like, oh, that's outside of me. I respect it. I had a, you know, I didn't, I didn't diss it, but I just didn't really find a way in for myself until I found the Akashic Records. And Which I think it's really important for for me now. I recognize to to reg, reg, make it more regular, make it more just normalized because it. It can get very taboo, whereas it's the most natural thing. And you have to find your fit. you got to find yeah. what fits for you. But it is, 
I mean, it, to me now, it's undeniable. It always has been undeniable that there's a piece of connection. No matter what you're doing, it's it's there's a deeper connection to that. And if you can get that, find that resonance in your work, no matter what field you're in, is going to be that much more satisfying and that much more um, probably uh, excellent in the realm that you're doing. So that was. That's been my experience, and it's really important for me to keep it pretty, like, accessible. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, it doesn't have to be so separate. And, and that, that's what I love, and I think that there is a, that that notion, and even as you're saying to yourself, that a lot of people look at getting readings or this or that as, as yeah, it's like taboo or a little bit different or outside of the norm, but it can be something that's, that's a very much casual like dynamic that can be very accepted within the regular routine of things absolutely and and I think that it's important to note that you know I find it fascinating that you weren't somebody that went and got reading no you know like <laughs> no, no, no. So, so here she is like it's not like you know it's a natural progression I think for a lot of people that if they're very curious within you know getting a lot of energy healing or getting a lot of readings or something like that that then they might take the next step and study the tarot or study study, uh, you know, psychic development or go and take a Reiki or pranic healing class yes. or whatever, you know, but you can see that path, you know, it's like, oh yeah, of course, you I've know, always you, been into you, I've stuff. always been into it. I go a couple times a year or a month mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. And so like, I want to learn, I want to explore, I want to understand it deeper. But for you, that wasn't even something you did. No. <laughs> so, so how did you even stumble upon it? Like what happened? It's, it's a great question. Um, I, I found like, for me, I was, I never went and I wasn't closed off, but my openings were in a different uh, realm. I just, I didn't feel like a someone outside of me had answers. Okay. <laughs> I felt always since I was actually very young, like the answers were within, like going into more personal awareness, more personal development even actually mm-hmm. was the course that I took yeah so I was like what can I do to strengthen my own um, understanding of myself my own uh, idiosyncrasies you know my own personality how I get along with others so more almost like psychology like almost a social psychology kind of way Um, but coupled with my family was always very it was very spiritual. I always joke my parents were like, reco- they are recovering Catholics. Okay. So I grew up in a home that was not religious, um, but was very spiritual. Um, and the Native American church, it, not so much a church as it is a way of like, you know, kind of spiritual exploration and prayer. But that was my foundation. That was okay. what we regularly went to. And I can go into that. But just to say that, so I, I had a very clear philosophy around spirituality but had no regulatory like we didn't go to church every Sunday we didn't have you know a prayer book or anything like that but but there was an awareness that this is really important and my dad would always tell me like it doesn't matter what you find but but your spiritual connection that connection to that which you know anyone calls God is 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 going to be have to be in balance for you to do anything else that you want to do in your life so there was this kind of like impression of having that so I but I kind of went not to others like I said to 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 readers but to kind of what can I read what can I explore what can I do and I found um along the path it was much after I graduated college um it was uh Abraham Hicks actually yeah, yeah I had found her and her husband Jerry had found a way to tap into 
um, a larger uh, group of you know non-physical beings. And yeah. at that time, I had and I had listened to a CD. Someone had given it to me, and I went, "What is that?" I was like, "This is weird, but it's and I'm open, but it's also something I've never really quite grasped, and I never really had explored." And the idea of non-physical kind of it made my gut kind of wrench in an odd way. I didn't quite know how I felt about it. Okay. Um, and that was, I think, the first exposure to this uh, kind of d- other d- um, other dimensional or something that was outside of this physical realm. That could have and that could have and communicate information or knowledge or and power and in that knowledge and and healing in that knowledge. I meant like and that was. Uh, and, and direction, you know, like answers, exactly. Like, And I think as a person who's exploring my own personal development, it was like the need to want to know, yeah. this deep need to want to like figure out this like, oh, what is, I'm having a hard time. What is wrong with me? What is going on? Like, how can I, how can I become a better person? I mean, essentially that was always my, my personal, not goal, but it was just very, a very important thing for me is how am I evolving as, yeah. a, as a human, um, from when I was really like really young, it's like, creepy. From how young I was like involved in like how can I be more self aware, but uh, but going and finding Abraham and and doing that just kind of exposed me to that. Mm-hmm. And then I um, I don't know. I think it's like through life struggles you get through a place where you're I honestly kind of feeling kind of lost and kind of trying to tr- trying to go forward in my art and my career and things. And I had a friend, and I think this is a really important piece, as I have, my friends became the people who I explored these ideas, these deeper ideas of, of what we don't know together. Yeah. You're like, you know, I think everybody has that. They have friends who they sit down with and they're like, I, I'm having a hard time and I don't know what's going on. And, yeah. and how can you relate? And you talk about the unanswerable questions. Yeah, you know, and my particular like people who I uh, had in my life, who who I'd been fortunate enough to come upon and connect with, would would have these deep couch conversations. We like would call you know, sit yeah. on the couch, and uh, we would whether it was with a bottle of tequila or a tea, it didn't matter. You know, it didn't it, it, yeah. But you sit and you just like you, you talk about your lives and your struggles and you philosophize about well what what could this be and how yeah, what, what does what, this mean what does this mean and, and how could we heal and what do you think and this is what I've picked up and and you go through philosophies that don't work and you go through philosophies that do and if you have friends for a long enough time you've seen the growth together and I had a friend who I the first acting class I took in LA um, we were our first scene partners and I met him and there was just a trust there and he's uh, it's Canadian, wonderful man, kind of a jock though, kind of uh-huh. more uh, straight-edged, physical, like very just kind of someone I would never think to have deep spiritual conversations <laughs> with, but we had very deep artistic conversations together. Okay. And he came to me once, we went to lunch after a while, having not seen each other, and he played me this recording. He's like, I really think you need to listen to this. It sounds like something you, it sounds like the way you talk. You, you would like this. And I was like, what is it? Well, my friend does these Akashic record readings. And that was an interesting moment. Cause I remember being like the Akashic records, like what? I know I've heard of this. And I like flash back in my mind to when I was 18, I had done a work, a book, my like, you know, high school, whatever thesis or, um, 
project, project your yeah. like senior project was I had written a book, a small little book on dreaming because I was really fascinated with dreams. I worked with dreams for years, um, coming out of high school and into college, lucid dreaming. I studied um, Carl Jung, um, and Edgar Casey came up. Yeah. And Edgar Casey so talks about the talks about the Akashic records. And I asked my both my parents at the time because my parents and I have always had those same deep converse, spiritual conversations. Um, uh, just at different times, separate. Like we had those kind of. It's just been the way that I was raised, but that's kind of the connection I have with them. So I remember when I was young and eighteen, asking them about the Akashic records, and they both had different answers. But my mom had said, "Oh yeah, it's the energetic record of humanity." I was like, "What?" You know? Yeah. At the time, I remember being like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, it stores information, and you can you can, anyone can access it. Certain people can access it, and you can get you know the relative information of anything that's." that's living. I was like, okay. And my dad had a different take on it. And then what's funny is I put that away. Like, even though that was mine, I mean, interesting, I kind of was 18 years old and not, I don't know, just not ready for it. And so I went, uh, I kind of shelved it. And then to all these later, all these years later, come back to my friend telling me, oh, it's an Akashic record reading. And I was like, weird. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange. And that same kind of like pit in your it, stomach. And then the fact that you remembered it and it took you down this wormhole. Yeah. Like, wait a second here. This word, even though it's not a common everyday word, no. I know this. Yeah, I've, I've had a reference of it prior in my life. And that's strange that it. So I listened to it, and that's where I think what I mentioned about like your fit, yeah. where you got to find your fit and trust yourself in that fit. Like you're the only one who's gonna know your fit because when I listened, he played it. We were in my we were in my truck at the time, and I had you know Bluetooth to his phone, put it on put it on our speakers as I was driving him to the train station. I think to to take to go home after dinner, and it was within the first like minute and a half that reading was with Helen Helen yeah. Vonderheide. He's a, he's actually who introduced me to Helen oh. Helen Vonderheide. If everyone listening doesn't know, him, oh you did a podcast with her just yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah you just yeah, did yeah. it, so you guys can listen to the other yeah. one to know yeah. more about Helen. <laughs> Um, she's amazing, and uh, it was with Helen, and I um, didn't know that I knew her yet, but I, I went, meaning like I had accidentally met her before in a birthday party situation, but didn't connect, but through the same friend, so anyway, he go, I listened to about two minutes of it, and I just, what I know now, like my intuition just was like, yeah, like I felt so, it was almost instantaneous, I was like, I want to go to her, and I had never been to a reader before, I'd never sought that out, so this like, this clear like hit of, oh, I want to, yes, I want to, this, there was, it was something about it. And that's what I meant, like trusting yourself when something feels on a level beyond your intellect, on a level beyond um, what other people tell you. Not truthy where like you feel it's true, and you, but you don't have any real, but something yeah. deeper, it hits you. And if you're open and aware, you, you know the difference. You do. Mm-hmm. It's just giving yourself permission to be like, okay, yes, this is... And then you can actually act upon it. And, and yes. I love the fact that you did. Oh, because, I did. Immediately. Because so many people and anybody that's listening, you know, uh, no matter how crazy it sounds, no matter how outside of your, your norm, no matter what the, the call of the impulse is to anything, whether it's, you know, something spiritual or whether it's a different direction, relationship wise, career wise, like, you know, health wise, you know, sometimes people get like this intuition, like they just feel like they need to start eating garlic or something like it it doesn't matter. Listen and take action and see where that level or that path leads you. Yeah. Well, and it's cultivating that listening and cultivating those signals you know because not always 
are you sure? Yeah. You know, that's the thing. That's like, you don't always know, like, is this right? And it is understanding yourself well enough to be able to cultivate your own trust. Yeah. I mean, really, because then you can start to be discriminatory over what you, not discriminatory like in a bad way, like I discriminate against, but like discrimination of, of what is what is right for me, what is my yeah. truth, and then how do I follow that truth continuing to listen to myself. And that's been something I've learned within the last year and a half working with in the Akashic Records and in more getting exposed to more uh, spiritual-based, uh, in quotes, knowledge. Yeah. Because um, that's what, what's, what's led me there. And, and when I went to Helen, it, um, it really opened up for me. I mean, that's really what, and that very first reading, and then reading since, and I then ended up doing trainings with her to learn how to do it for myself and for others. And, um, and when I say do it, it's, you know, accessing that, that frequency, accessing the Kasha field. And, and so your first, you know, so right after you hear this, you get this like, you know, really strong, you know, signal inside that says, I need to do this. So like, I mean, what was the the time frame of when you heard that to when you were getting a reading? Oh, I called. <laughs> I think uh, my friend Jason gave me the, uh, her phone number right there. And I think I texted her maybe that night, maybe the next day. And she was available. And I think I went in within a week. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I was... And, and when did you, like, so you get this reading, when in that space or that time, how many readings or how many sessions before, like, you felt, or was it on the first one that you felt, there's something about this that I need to learn more about doing this? So my, that's a good question. My situation was a little unique in that, I'll say this first, when I went, where, what's so interesting is where I was in my life when my friend Jay and I went to that dinner. Uh, and why we were connecting again actually was I had been in a place where I was trying to find a new acting teacher and I was in a, in a really vulnerable place because I, I felt really connected to this, these acting classes and I knew somewhere deep down I knew I needed to move on and I needed to find something new and I just was scared and I didn't know what and a lot of other things were changing for me in my life. I, I think it was like in the beginning of the year, it was like February, March, maybe February, where we had got, I went and saw Helen, and um, right before that, I met, you know, had seen Jason, and I just, I just didn't, I was just lost. I just didn't know what I, what net was next, you know, mm-hmm. and I was connected to my path where I knew I wanted to uh, continue to pursue acting, and I knew I had, you know, other things in my life where I was in a motion forward in certain things. But then I just felt like I was just like stuck mm-hmm. and I just was conflicted and I, I just, I was having a really hard time. And, uh, and so when I went to that first reading with Helen, um, the, the information that I received was unique to me. And I think that's one of the things for an Akashic record reading. And the only reason I say just for the Akashic records is I don't do any other kind of practicing. So I don't really know. Um, I've had readings from other people, which are, can be very specific, but my own work in the Akashic records seems to be very unique to the person sitting in front of them, you know, whose, whose record it is because it's your specific frequency within the Akashic field. And so my records, uh, they when when opened, they let me know that I that I had this ability, mm. that I was an agent of the records, that I was meant to do this, and they the way that the information was relieved relayed to me was deeply deeply affirming. It was wow. something that inside it just 
basically made sense of my whole life in a way and that sounds a little dramatic but I feel the emotion right now I could get very emotional talking about it because it's like the way that it unfolded they just let me know like my whole why I had gone through struggles and why I had been in in the situations I'd been and why I was asking the questions that I was asking were all leading forward to this deeper purpose for me specifically yeah. which was and, to and work it, within the records and even just um, based on what you've just shared today about you know having this impulse as a teenager to study the dream realm and the other you know like yeah. that, that's another uh energetic frequency right you yes. know it's another dimension and yeah. what is the akashic mm-hmm. records is happening into that and then like getting that drawn into you know finding one of the people that most inspired you was Edgar Casey and yeah. his connection with the records and that the fact out of I mean I think it's important to note that we learn you know millions if not billions of things every year and there's new new terminology and new fa- phrases and different information that is uh, introduced to us mm-hmm. in our psyche and through our environment, through our peers and whatnot. And even even if something seems like it stands out in that moment, a lot of which is forgotten. Mm-hmm. But the fact that that piece of information out of everything that you've ever studied or done or explored as a child, as a teenager, as a, you know, early 20s or whatnot, you allowed yourself to that, like, almost like deja vu or synchronicity registered in. You know, somewhere in there, yeah. It, it's so yeah. It's, it's almost like it was always there. It was like here, here's this. That's so and, interesting. And, you know, you're gonna remember this one day. And I, I think people that can, you know, maybe if you're about it that li- way. listening or can relate is like sometimes you just have such a strong imprint of like a town or a moment or a, or a thing. Like I have this oftentimes where like I'll have this imprint of a document or something. And for whatever reason, all the paperwork does it, just whatever, and that does. And then two months later, something happens. And I remember that that's the solution to mm. the the thing, you know. Yeah, like, you, you get what I'm saying. I do, I do. There's a um, there's there is a a really important piece I feel like about that about what you're talking about, which is um, being open to knowledge beyond what like what you don't know. What you don't know, you don't know is the mm-hmm. most dangerous, you know, because yeah. you don't know, you don't know it. Yeah, and it's this piece about being open and then f- finding what it is that are the connector, are the through lines. And to me, that, that, that word, like, truth, it's like, well, what are your truths? Yeah. You know, because that's why it was such a powerful reading and initial meeting was there were, for me, when I say truth, what, what it feels like is it, res- it resonates deeper in a place in my body and in the mind that, that says this is beyond um, learned information. This is something that is... Uh, uh, what what I think people may shake off like goosebumps or like things like oh there's something that your your being can register on a deeper level that says this is this is something that's right for me this is truth this is and it's funny that we deny these things like when we're in relationships that aren't quite right for us we we justify and we go like oh this this is kind of right like I think that's yeah. what was happening with me in the acting class I was like this this is working but it feels like struggle and I. I, I'm just, there's something not quite right here. Yeah. And I, I believe that there's more, but I'm scared to yeah. go into it because I don't know. Um, but then that reading kind of affirmed to me like, oh, I, I did know. And what you're saying is true. Like, it really aligned 
all the things that I had known since I was young and maybe through conditioning or through life experience kind of had gone away from and and didn't wasn't willing to just root in and be like oh no this is what I meant to and the thing about that though is I didn't know about the Akashic Records like I I came to it when I did you know and I came to it and it felt right and I have um, since then been a practitioner and and working uh, within it Um, you know several months later I had taken a course to learn how to work within it more because that's the other thing it's like you have maybe you have gifts in and this has always been my take on things like as say for instance I'll just use my own life experience as like an actor like okay so I have a, a, a proclivity a proclivity to it I, I have um, an interest in it I, I have some natural talent in it say when you're young it's like something you really want for yourself or you just or whatever mm-hmm. but for me it's like well you wouldn't go just call yourself an actor if you hadn't like studied anywhere yeah. if you hadn't and not that studying you need to study but just how do you evolve yourself more fully and commit more fully and learn more and grow more? It's like you go and you yeah, it, find out how to do it better. You know, you don't just like yeah, walk in. And studying doesn't have to be like in a formal education uh, um, point. I mean, I mean, you know, job experience, job, yeah. job experience, you know, uh, research, own deep dive of knowledge, um, you know, whatever that is. But you know, if you if you just, you know, go to and say that you're going to start to become an expert chef or something, yeah. you, know, you can't like just like, oh, yeah, you know, what do you do? You start to cook. You start to, you know, maybe you explore other cooking recipes. Maybe you go to culinary school. But by the very least, you probably sit there and actually do, do it. it. You know? And, and that's what's funny about the spiritual, like, um, I think that's one of the things that creates doubt and um, skepticism within the spiritual community because it's not a measured act. Act. It's someone can call can be an can be an empath and an, and an intuitive and um, and there but there's not this like measuredness in it and and it's yeah. not um, it's not like well what makes you uh, an akashic record practitioner you know what makes your information that you are saying to me true you know as someone who's coming to me you know and and yeah maybe I've, I've taken courses that help me to. Uh, d- help work within it and understand um some of the deeper principles and under and you know and my commitment to work actually like you're saying actively opening the records and for my own self for my own healing like to the degree at which we can help others is to the degree at which we can truly help ourselves yeah. you know in opening up regularly and in, in, in being within that space i mean think about it like this uh you can have you can install the best copper piping in your in your in your home, right? Mm-hmm. If you never run the water, <laughs> the, the, it 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 rusts, right? Yeah. You know, things happen. It deteriorates. Maybe some gunk or some debris starts to coagulate on the on the pipe walls and stuff like that. It's you know the best piping or the best channel of information is only as good as the practice, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yes. You, you know, like if Jimi Hendrix stopped playing the guitar for you know a year, he's gonna be a little bit more rusty. He's still gonna be <laughs> Jimi Hendrix, yeah. <laughs> Greatest so, of all time, by yeah, the way. Yeah, no, and that's why I gave that 
as an example, you know, you're still going to be amazing, but the more, you know, that there is some deterioration. I mean, like, think about that. I mean, you're an athlete too, is that, you know, uh, people can, you know, work out and they can get oh, really yeah. physically fit and you can be in really good physical endurance, even if you're not like an athlete, athlete, but just even just working out. Mm-hmm. If you stop working out for a few weeks or something, what happens? Atrophy of your muscles. Yeah decline in your physical endurance yes and so like this is about you know gift and talent meets the ability to tap in meets the ability to also push away your ego and allow the information to come in naturally yeah and then the commitment to that practice and and that's what I was actually kind of going for going to say was where most people who are in spiritual communities are then somehow, you know, they're obviously more, they're committed in a different way. Maybe it becomes their job, their livelihood. And so they, they they're in it more often, but the degree at which, uh, what you had, you called it like an average civilian, (laughs) which I liked, um, not to create separation, but just to create delineation, you know, um, maybe they have their own practices, but it's not, um, it's not something that they're, you know, they have their own jobs. They have other things. So it's like, you. I understand now why people come to, uh, you know, intuitives, empaths, psychics. Like, people cross over because they're like, well, I'm not in this field this often. This isn't something I'm cultivating for myself all the time. Yeah. So let me go to, uh, you know, in quotes, an expert. And that's the piece where it gets funny. And that's where I want to find a way to make it more. I'm not on a mission to find this, but it's just my own path actually. How do you find this way to normalize and make more accessible this thing that actually is an everyday occurrence? People yeah. are making thousands of judgments every day on things, by, whether they're based from the mind and their learned based knowledge, or it's from their intu- intuition, just their instincts, not, not saying like, just everyone has them. We're animals on one level. We all have those things that set us off. Why did I get angry at this person? Why did I feel weird around that person? What is it? Yeah. So your systems, as a, if you look at a system, it's not just, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, a mental, emotional, biological uh, essence. If, you know, if you want to call that essence, whatever that is, and spiritual in quotes, spiritual. Uh, system yeah and those systems are all running now to the degree just like a car like or any or computer system how well are you yeah <laughs> have the programs in there that are running those systems that are that can so that they can all be a certain level you know exactly. and certain people maybe don't have time or don't have this and I certainly was a deeply spiritual person and I had grown up and with understanding the power of prayer, meaning just the, even like we're saying, the practice of taking time to pause and connect with something greater, or connect with something that is outside of just what you can do, Mm -hmm. and giving over to something that um, can support you, that's not just your own mind, the mind and being, you know, like you can give over and connect. My path was that, and then finding the Akashic Records deepened that to allow an actual format to practice within. That was my fit, you know? And that's what is, I think, again, I'm just going to stress it to me, it's like, you got to find your fit, and that's actually not something that I learned even on my own. My friend, dear friend and teacher, Robert Colt actually I just took a workshop from him yesterday was talking about this from Stephen Wilinski. These are names that like I just want to cite sources because it's like that's the natural way, the fit 
is yeah. really important. And I think people think going into, if you've never gone into a reading, like I had never. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I mean, I, 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 I lucked out. Say, I, I lucked out to, to find the fit right away. Well, you did, but you didn't. I mean, there was a calling. I'm sure that other friends or people in your life over a period of time has have told you about tarot readings or readings yes. that they've gotten it or, um, you know, other types of readings. But for whatever reason, Helen felt like a fit for you. The Kashik felt like a fit. Yes. There was a call when, when your friend Jason shared that. Yes. And so, you know, like it's it's a little bit about the listening and not also forcing, you know? Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I think it's important to note that your fit might change over a period of time you know because we're constantly growing and evolving and so maybe that's deeper levels of awareness in this maybe that's moving over and diverging over here maybe that's doing this you know like anything like no absolutely you 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 um plateaued with that certain acting teacher and he wanted to do something different it wasn't feeling right to you anymore and so you wanted to look and explore for a different Next level. Next level. And that, what's interesting about that that you're saying is is my piece of finding Esther Hicks was really interesting because um, and Abraham uh, that the the same thing occurred. I I followed them for many years and found their information useful. Um, was still going through struggles and things. There's not a that's the thing. There's not this like fix in your fit. Yeah. You know, it's not like oh, if I find this thing, all of a sudden it's going to be lollipops, candies, and roses. You know, it's everything's going to be a rainbow opens up in the sky and I never feel a bad feeling ever again. It's I've like, never heard that like that. Lollipops, <laughs> rainbows, and roses. Candy roses. Yeah, I mean, you're candy. It's like, an <laughs> unlivable ideal, you know, to think that like all of a sudden you're going to find this this connection and, and all your human problems are going to melt away and you're going to be a yogi standing on a hill and not yeah. get, No, we're in L.A. We're in the thick of it. We're in, yeah. you know, and some, some fits are better being a yogi, you know, and going and doing that or being, you know, going to whatever it is. But my point was just that when you get to that place, I was with, I I found uh, Abraham Hicks helpful. And what's nuts about that is I didn't even feel uh, a tapping off of that. I was still in that. I wasn't, I wasn't dropping off. I was listening to their recordings, going, using, using their tools. And then I found, it was like within a, and this is where I just got lucky because it was within like a two month period in 2015, in the beginning of 2015, where I I went to Helen, I got an Akashic reading, I found my friend Robert Cole and the Inside Game, who also ended up being acting classes that, I, that he was starting. And that information, those two things information, made me realize that the, uh, this, the Abraham Hicks wasn't my fit. It literally like blasted out concepts for me that then moved me forward in a completely different way. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was a wrong fit. No. It was just what had gotten me there. It was so a some, stepping stone. It was that thing. And I didn't get burnt out with it and be like, oh, I now I, I need some a new spiritual teacher. I just yeah. was still moving with that. And then when I got new information, I went, oh, Oh yeah, there. There's the deeper instead of the step up. It's like oh, there's the deeper step. That is my fit. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So, the progression. I think we live in a society that's so now. Like I want it now. Please give it to me now. Let me look up something on Google and find the information now. Let me have that career now. You know, like yeah. give me that instant juice. Give me that instant health. Give me that instant like plastic surgery to make my body change. You know, which are all good. Really, they are. It's just. 
the thing about the progression of the spirit, you could call it, I think, and to what you're saying, like the deeper spiritual connection rather, is this recognition of the entire timeline of the process. And yeah. we've heard it so many times, like it's in the process, it's the journey, not the destination. Wax on, right? wax off, take it, you know, like, yeah. yeah. But the slow process, you know, I mean, that movie really has so many deeper, you know. Yes, but it's like, absolutely. And, you know, you hear, you know, when somebody thinks that, that it, I always, there's a there's a saying when somebody thinks that they're self-actualized, they're really a hundred steps behind or, you know, it's <laughs> because, you know, yes. it's in that process of like you know you're not going to get there right away it's that thing you don't know what you don't know and if you think you know trust me you don't know (laughs) you know it's like whenever we get to these places because that's that that uh, example of like oh my acting classes like I really thought okay I'd been studying for three years I knew I knew a lot of acting and then I found this other place and I was like whoa I don't I don't know anything you know and it's with as artists I think it is a little easier to go to understand that that piece because you're constantly not ever finished Mm. you're not done a painting can go up on a wall but it could always have more you know and it's that discrimination of whether or not okay in me this is finished yeah you know but there is no finishing and so there's a you lean more as an artist I think to just having an openness to understanding like okay there's always more to be had versus I don't know I've been in corporate jobs where there's just very much a delineated these are the things you do these are the things you don't do this is the schedule this is like it's so formulaic that and there's nothing wrong with that like let me I'm not at all the same like corporate jobs are safe the safety in that and it's it's just different and yeah and so sometimes I think it's a little uh my husband my husband's a firefighter for Burbank and we couldn't be more different in a sense. Like, as he he knows what he's going to be doing for the next 30 years, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. What are doing tomorrow? <laughs> so, it's a little unnerving, and that's where I think, though, my, my spiritual connection keeps me grounded in a way where I can go, I don't know, and yet I understand that I am in the place where I'm meant to be. And I think that's... A lot of what people want, my clients that come to me, there's just a, a search for some type of peace, some type of ease within the chaos that is life, within yeah. this. To trust that that tomorrow will be and that things will get easier, you know? But I mean, we live in this like up and down, it's part of life. But yeah, well, I think it's recognizing the, and not to cut you off, sorry, but just the, the, the easier is doesn't necessarily exist but the way we deal with it can be easier the way we manage and and perceive these things yeah we can have a we can have some some kind of understandings or deeper understandings that allow us to and when you have that higher connection you have that trust that even if you don't know what this is all about that it will unfold you know i mean and i guess life is gonna throw curveballs at you no matter what people you know, pass away unexpectedly, health injuries, issues, you know, things that you thought were you were really set on and your heart was attached to mm-hmm. don't end up working out the way that you think that you want it to. And, and you know, there's going to be disappointment, but you have that trust that this disappointment or this situation has some type of higher meaning and purpose it can be a lot easier to get through. Well, and, and what you talk about higher meaning purpose, that, that's a great thing that I think is thrown out there a lot. And for me, what I realized is 
there is other perspectives. Yeah. Like we have one perspective. We look out through our eyes and our physical bodies and we go like, this is my life. These are the labels that I've called it. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a, a, a an actor. I'm a spiritual practitioner. Like whatever these labels are. And we look through our scope of our day and we go, okay, these are, this is what's real. This is what's true. And what I think exploring um, other fields of knowledge give you is this opening of a perspective. And yeah. the Akashic Record, for sure, for me, has given, um, I think I said it when I did Rebecca's uh, uh, podcast with uh, she, um, Everyday Seeker. I had said this example, but I'll give it again because it's like, for me, if you are, I'm a sports person, so I'll give it like a sports analogy for any of you sports listeners, but like if you're a football player, and this is your life, you know, the analogy is like you're the player on the field and you've trained and you have, you know, your training is your schooling, your training is your books you read, your training is your social life and you go into your life and, and the game that you're playing is your life and you, you're doing the very best you can, making split second decisions every so often of what you can do and how you can go forward down the field to score the touchdown, right, whatever yeah. your goals are. And then you rely on um, your coaches, you know, you have coaches on the sideline looking in uh, and for that exterior perspective where you yeah. can get information on those coaches, maybe therapists, maybe friends, maybe teachers may in your life, you know, maybe a couch record readers. Well, <laughs> you know, and then, and then what exactly like the practitioners you go to or the books, whatever it is, the outside perspective that can help you. And then there's, if people know football, there's people up in the booth, there's people elevated above the field, looking down on it. Um, getting all kinds of statistics and all kinds of information in their way about the current game that's being played, that's being fed to the coaches that then gets to the players so that there's a higher perspective. There's this mm. other vision coming down that sees more of the field and has a more, a better viewpoint of a different, of a different way of th- how things are going. And to me, that's the Akasha Graphics. Uh, I gotcha. That's accessing that field. That's getting into something that you don't know to the very best of your highest ability of what you could possibly do as a human. You know what I mean? Like you're doing your best on the field and you may be an apex level athlete and you still need help from your coaches and from that higher perspective so that you as a team or as an individual can find those holes in the defense to go through. And the defense is your obstacles. And the obstacles are important, otherwise there is no game. If you have no defense... Yeah. There's no game. Like, there's no conflict. There's no... Yeah, fun. People don't go watch movies for people to get along. People yeah. go watch movies to see the conflict, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's what we do. So, that that to me is where I've gained, um, a, I've gained a lot from just having a, a broader perspective on things. Because sometimes our limited perspectives can really feel like suffering. I can feel that. like pain, you know? Because you can't get out of them to the best of your ability. You just... You're just stuck sometimes, you know? I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That went by quick. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Um, you know, I think that, you know, uh, for those that are listening, if you do, you know, want to have some higher level perspective, you know, that's what Kiara does, you know, and tapping in. And, um, you know, of course, she's always available for, uh, for sessions here at uh, liberateemporium.com. You can look at us up. You can give us a call. Uh, we do do phone readings, distance sessions, things like that, via Skype phone, all those things. So even if you're not in this area, don't worry. Um, can still tap in and give you that session. Kiara, do you have a, um, any other ways or, uh, that you would like to share to get 
get a hold of you or any other sites or anything like that or this no, is the one? I, I, you know, I have other things in my life that I do. I mentioned I'm an artist. I'm a producer, um, uh, actor, producer. So my... Uh, spiritual practitionership is solely here at Liberate, so they can find me here for sure. <laughs> All right, and so thanks for joining. If you guys like this podcast, you know, uh, please leave us a review. You know, it really helps other people find us. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're searching through the podcast on iTunes and stuff, things don't come up now unless they have a higher enough r- review. So, you know, give us that five star review. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, I mean, or any type of review. Any review is going to help us be found in a better you know so even if it's not five star but uh, five star <laughs> uh, you can also look and find the other uh, podcast Kiara mentioned the one with Helen that's on um, our webpage and you can look under the podcast tab and you can find it there you can also find it at Podbean or iTunes thank you for joining and until next time bye